أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله أشهد أن محمد رسول الله أشهد أن محمد رسول الله حي على حي على Rahman Rahim 
Companions of the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, who participated in the Battle of Badr. The first companion who I shall mention about is Hazrat Sinan bin Abi Sinan, who belonged to the tribe of Banu Asad and was a confederate of the Banu Abdish Shams tribe. He took part in the Battle of Badr and he also accompanied the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, in all of the battles that he faced including the Battle of Ahud, Khandak, and on the occasion of Hudaybiyah. There are varying opinions as to who performed the first bat, i.e. took the oath of allegiance, during the bat is one. According to some, it was Hazrat Abdullah bin Umar who performed the bat, whilst others have mentioned the name of Hazrat Salma bin Aqwa instead. However, according to Waqdi, it was Hazrat Sinan bin Abi Sinan who first performed the bath. However, others are of the opinion that it was the father of Hazrat Sinan who had the honour of performing the first bath. In any case, it is recorded in history that when at the occasion of the Bayt is one, the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, started taking the bath, Hazrat Sinan also extended his hand so that he could take his bath. Upon this, the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, asked, What is it that you are pledging for? Hazrat Sinan, radiallahu ta'ala anhu, replied, That whatever you have intended in your heart, Upon this, the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, said, That what is it that I have intended in my heart? Do you know? And since the companions, may Allah be pleased with them all, had been inspired by the company of the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, Hazrat Sinan replied, That you have intended to attain victory or martyrdom. Upon this, the other people also started to say that they also performed the bath at the terms at which Hazrat Sinan ta'ala anhu is performing his bath. Hazrat Sinan ta'ala anhu was from among the prominent Muhajir companions, i.e. those who migrated to Medina from Makkah. Also, when Tuleha bin Khalid claimed prophethood, it was Hazrat Sinan who first informed the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, by writing a letter to him as he was the governor of Banu Malik at that time. The second companion whose account will be given is Hazrat Meja, who was previously a slave of Hazrat Umar ta'ala anhu. His father's name was Saleh, and he became the first martyr during the Battle of Badr. He originally came from Yemen, and in the beginning he was brought before Hazrat Umar ta'ala anhu as a prisoner. At the time, Hazrat Umar ta'ala anhu freed him as an act of benevolence and compassion, Hazrat Mahja was from among the early companions who migrated to Medina and he participated in the Battle of Badr and as mentioned before, he had the honour of being the first martyr of the Muslim army. He was standing among the ranks when an arrow hit him suddenly and he died as a result of it. It was Ahmed bin Hazrami who martyred him. It was his arrow that struck him. Furthermore, it is narrated by Hazrat Sayyid bin Musayyib that when Hazrat Mahja was martyred, he was uttering the following words, 
ana mahjaw wa ila rabbi arjaw that is i am mahja and to my lord i am returning hazrat mahja was among the people regarding whom the following verse was revealed wala tatrudil ladina yad'una rabbahum bil ghadati wal ashiyi yuriduna wajhahu that is and drive not away those who call upon their lord morning and evening seeking his countenance and apart from him the following companions were also included in this hazrat bilal hazrat suhaib hazrat amar hazrat khabab hazrat utba bin ghazwan hazrat us bin khuli and hazrat amir bin fuhara However, this revealed verse does not mean that the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, used to, God forbid, repudiate the poor. In fact, his love, honor, respect and kindness for the poor was unparalleled and extraordinary. And we can determine this from the hadith, i.e. the sayings of the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, as well as from the personal testimonies of the poor people. In fact, This verse actually serves as a response to those affluent and highly ranked people who desire to receive more honor and respect. And so, in response to that, God Almighty stated that he has already commanded the prophet peace be upon him that respecting and honoring those impoverished people who have greatly excelled in terms of remembering God and worshiping him is more valuable in the sight of God Almighty than their personal wealth and family honor. In fact, the prophet of God does as he is commanded by Allah the Almighty. Hence, this verse actually serves as a response to those affluent individuals who believe that their status was superior. And therefore, he states that the prophet of Allah does not care for their honor nor their wealth. However, it is the poor and impoverished people who are dear to him. Another companion is Hazrat Amir bin Mukhallad. The name of his mother was Amara bint Khansa and he belonged to Banu Malik bin Najjar from the Khazraj tribe and he took part in the battles of Badr and Uhud and he was martyred on the day of Uhud. Another companion is by the name of Hazrat Hatib bin Amr bin Abd al-Shams and Abu Hatib was his title and he belonged to the tribe of Banu Amir bin Lui. His mother's name was Asma bin Taharis bin Nawfal who belonged to the tribe of Ashja and Hazrat Suhaib bin Amr, Hazrat Salid bin Amr and Hazrat Zakran bin Amr were his brothers. Hazrat Amr bin Hatib was among the children of Hazrat Hatib bin Amr and his mother's name was Beta bint Alqama And before the holy prophet peace be upon him went to Darul Arkam that is the first designated place where Muslims could meet and worship in secrecy he had accepted Islam through the preaching of Hazrat Abu Bakr radiyallahu ta'ala anhu He migrated to Abyssinia on two occasions and according to one narration the first person to reach Abyssinia during the first migration was Hazrat Hatib bin Amr bin Abd al-Shams When he migrated from Mecca to Medina he stayed at the house of Hazrat Jafar bin Abd al-Munzir who was the brother of Hazrat Abu Lababa bin Abd al-Munzir He took part in the battle of Badr along with his brother Hazrat Salib bin Amr and he also took part in the battle of Uhud Hazrat Salid bin Amr arranged the marriage between the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, 
and Hazrat Soda bint Zama. And according to some, Hazrat Abu Hatib arranged this marriage. And the dowry on that occasion was 400 dirham. The details of this marriage have been recorded in Tabqatul Kubra in the following manner that the first husband of Hazrat Soda, who was Hazrat Sakran bin Amr, the brother of Hazrat Hatib bin Amr, passed away in Mecca after having returned from Abyssinia. When the Iddat, i.e. the prescribed waiting period of Hazrat Soda came to an end, the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, had a marriage proposal sent to her. Hazrat Soda replied that my matter is in your hands. Upon this, the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, said that she should appoint a man from her tribe so that he may give her into marriage to him. Subsequently, Hazrat Soda appointed Hazrat Hatib bin Amr, and thus Hazrat Hatib gave Hazrat Soda into marriage to the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him. Following Hazrat Khadija, Hazrat Soda was the first lady whom the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, took into wedlock. Hazrat Hatib also took part in the Bayt Rizwan at Hudaybiyah. Then there is another companion by the name of Hazrat Abu Huzama bin Aus. The name of his mother was Amra bin Masood, and he is the brother of Hazrat Masood bin Aus. Hazrat Masood bin Aus also took part in the Battle of Badr. Hazrat Huzama participated alongside the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, in all the battles, including the battles of Badr, Uhud, and Khandak. And he passed away during the Khilafat of Hazrat Usman radiallahu ta'ala anhu. Then there is another companion by the name of Hazrat Tamim Mola Khirash. And Hazrat Tamim was the freed slave of Hazrat Khirash. And the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, established a bond of brotherhood between him and Hazrat Khubab bin Utbah. And Hazrat Khubab bin Utbah was also a freed slave. Hazrat Tamim participated in the battles of Badr and Uhud. Then there is another companion by the name of Hazrat Munzir bin Qudama. Hazrat Munzir bin Qudama belonged to the tribe of Banu Ghanam and he took part in the battle of Badr and Uhud. And according to Alamma Waqti, he was appointed for the care of the captives of Banu Khanka. Then there is another companion by the name of Hazrat Haris bin Hatib. His title was Abu Abdullah and his mother's name was Umama bin Tisamit. He belonged to the Ansar tribe of Aus and he was the brother of Hazrat Salba bin Hatib. Hazrat Haris bin Hatib and Hazrat Abu Lababa bin Abdul Munzir were walking towards the Battle of Badr alongside the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him. However, when they arrived at Roha, the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, appointed Hazrat Abu Lababa bin Abdul Munzir as the governor of Medina and Hazrat Haris bin Hatib as the leader of the tribe of Banu Amr bin Auf and sent them both back to Medina. However, considering both of them among the companions that participated in the Battle of Badr, they were also given a share of the spoils of war, including the battles of Badr, Uhud and Khandak. He also had the honour to participate alongside the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, in the Bayt Rizwan. Since he was prepared and on his way to participate in the Battle of Badr, and as he had wholeheartedly intended to participate, the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, therefore counted him among those who took part in the Battle of Badr, even though he had sent him back, having appointed him as the leader. And during the Battle of Khaybar, a Jew shot an arrow at him from the top of the fort, which struck the head of Hazrat Haris bin Hatib 
and resulted in his martyrdom. Another companion is by the name of Hazrat Salba bin Zaid, and he belonged to the Ansar tribe of Banu Khazraj. He participated in the Battle of Badr, and he was the father of Hazrat Sabit bin Al-Jiz. Hazrat Salba bin Zaid's title is Al-Jiz, and he is called Al-Jiz due to his strong heart, determination, and strong resolve. The trunk of a strong tree is also called Jiz, as well as the beam of a roof. Nevertheless, he possessed a strong heart, determination and strong resolve, and as a result of this, he was given the title of Al-Jiz. No narration of Hazrat Salba bin Zaid has been preserved. However, there are certain narrations regarding him. Another companion is by the name of Hazrat Uqba bin Wahab and he was also known as Ibn Abi Wahab. He was from the tribe of Banu Abd shams who had an oath with Abd al-Manaf including the battles of Badr, Uhud and Khandak. He participated in all the battles alongside the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him. When a Jewish delegation came to Medina in order to meet the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, preached to them but they openly rejected his message. And Hazrat Uqba bin Wahab was among the companions who reprimanded them on the open rejection. This incident has been recorded in the following manner, that once Numan bin Ada, Bari bin Amr and Shath bin Adi came to the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him. The Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, conversed with them and called them towards the way of Allah the Almighty. He invited them to Islam and admonished them about the divine wrath. Their reply was similar to the Christians, saying, O Muhammad, whilst you try and incite fear in us, we are the sons of God and are his beloved. And so upon this, the following verse was revealed by Allah the Almighty in relation to them. وَقَالَتِ الْيَهُودُ وَالنَّصَارَ نَحْنُ أَبْنَاءُ اللَّهِ وَأَحِبَّاؤُهُ قُلْ فَلِمَا يُعَذِّبُكُمْ بِزُنُوبِكُمْ بَلْ أَنْتُمْ بَشَرٌ مِمَّنْ خَلَقَ يَغْفِرُ لِمَنْ يَشَاءُ وَيُعَذِّبُ مَنْ يَشَاءُ وَلِلَّهِ مُلْكُ السَّمَوَاتِ وَالْأَرْضِ وَمَا بَيْنَهُمَا وَإِلَيْهِ الْمَسِيرِ And the translation of that verse is, the Jews and the Christians say, we are sons of Allah and his loved ones. Say, why then does he punish you for your sins? Nay, you are only human beings among those he has created. He forgives whom he pleases and punishes whom he pleases. And to Allah belongs the kingdom of the heavens and the earth and what is between them. And to him shall be the return. According to Ibn Ishaq, after the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, invited the group to accepting Islam and warned them about associating partners with Allah, they not only rejected the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, but also his teachings. Upon this, Hazrat Muaz bin Jabal, Hazrat Saad bin Abada, and Hazrat Uqba bin Wahab said to them, O Jewish people, fear Allah, we swear by Allah, you know that he is most certainly the messenger of Allah. We witnessed how even before his claim to prophethood, you would praise his qualities and character. In reply to this, Rafi bin Huramla and Wahab bin Yahuza said, that neither did we ever praise him before, and nor has God revealed any scripture after Moses salam, and nor will he ever reveal any scripture in the future. And God has not sent any warner or bearer of glad tidings after Moses salam, and nor will he send any now. In other words, they completely denied everything, even though there are prophecies in the Torah. And this is the same case of some of the Muslim scholars of today, 
who reject the promised Messiah First, they would cry out for a Messiah to appear, and now they say that no Messiah is to come. Then, another companion is Hazrat Habib bin Aswad. Hazrat Habib bin Aswad bin Saad was a freed slave from the Ansar tribe of Banu Haram. He took part in the battles of Badr and Ahad, and he left behind no children, and we also find mention of him by the name of Hubab. Another companion is Hazrat Husayma Ansari. He belonged to the Banu Ashja tribe, and he was a confederate of Banu Ghanam bin Malik bin Najjar. He participated in the battles of Badr, Uhud and Khandak and all other battles with the Holy Prophet peace be upon him and he passed away in the year of Hazrat Muawiyah bin Abi Sufyan. Another companion is by the name of Hazrat Rafi bin Haris. His full name was Rafi bin Haris bin Sawad and he belonged to the Ansar tribe of Banu Najjar he took part in all the battles alongside the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, including the Battle of Badr, Uhud, Khandak, and he passed away during the Khilafat of Hazrat Usman radiallahu ta'ala anhu. Hazrat Rafi bin Haris also had a son whose name was Haris. Hazrat Rukhala bin Salba was a companion who took part in the Battle of Badr. However, there are various versions of his name. Some say it's Rukhala and others Rujella or Ruhella and so on. His father's name was Salba bin Khalid. He took part in the Battle of Badr and Ahud. And he was from the branch of Banu Khazrat tribe called Banu Bayaza. And he accompanied Hazrat Ali radiallahu ta'ala anhu during the Battle of Sifin. Hazrat Jabir bin Abdullah bin Riyab was another companion and Hazrat Jabir is counted amongst the first six men who accepted Islam in Mecca from among the Ansar tribe. Hazrat Jabir took part in all battles alongside the Holy Prophet peace be upon him including the Battle of Badr, Uhud and Khandak. He also related sayings of the Holy Prophet peace be upon him i.e. the Hadith. On the occasion of the first pledge at Aqba he was first amongst the Ansar to accept Islam. Some of the Ansar met the Holy Prophet peace be upon him at night on the occasion of the first pledge at Akbar and the Holy Prophet peace be upon him asked which tribe they were from. There were six from the Banu Najjar tribe present and Hazrat Jabir proceeded to provide full details in response. They were the following who all became Muslim Asad bin Zarara, Of bin Haris, bin Rafi bin Afra, Rafi bin Malik bin Ajlan, Qutbah bin Amir bin Hadida, Uqba bin Amir bin Nabi bin Zaid, and Jabir bin Abdullah bin Riyab. When all of these went to Medina, they preached to its people and told them about the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him. Hazrat Sabid bin Akram bin Salba was another companion who took part in the Battle of Badr. His name was Hazrat Sabit bin Akram bin Salba bin Adi bin Ajlan and he was a confederate of the Ansari tribe Banu Amr bin Auf. And in addition to the Battle of Badr, he took part in all other battles alongside the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him. When the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, arrived in Medina, he told Asim bin Adi to make his home in the mosque. However, Asim replied, O Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, I shall not make this mosque into my home as Allah the Almighty has revealed what he intended to reveal there. However, you may give it to Sabit bin Akram as he has no home. And so the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, allocated this home to him. As that Sabit bin Akram had no children, the place in the mosque that was allocated was probably part of the mosque vicinity or right next to the mosque, where perhaps prayers had been once offered. In any case, I feel the translators have not translated this passage properly. Some accounts have a context to them, and so the research cell who send these notes, they should do a little research before sending them. They should not simply translate the notes and send them over like schoolchildren.
Later, during the Battle of Mota, after the martyrdom of Abdullah bin Rabaha, the flag of Islam was taken by Hazrat Sabit bin Akram. And he said, O Muslims, appoint someone from among you as your leader. The people responded that we appoint you as our leader. However, Hazrat Sabit bin Akram said that he could not become the leader. Subsequently, the people appointed Hazrat Khalid bin Walid as their leader. This has been related in Ibn Hisham's Siratun Nabi, i.e. life of the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him. And history relates that at the Battle of Mota, when the Muslims first saw the enemy's larger numbers laced with weapons and arms, they thought it would be impossible to compete with them. And it is narrated by Hazrat Abu Huraira that he had taken part in the Battle of Mota, and he relates that when they saw the opposing enemy with their large numbers, weaponry, horses, gold and silk, they felt it was not possible for the Muslims to challenge them and the sight of them left him bewildered. Upon this, Hazrat Sabit bin Akram said to him, that, O Abu Huraira, you are overcome as if you have seen a massive army. Upon this, Hazrat Abu Huraira replied, that yes, indeed he had. Hazrat Sabit bin Akram then said, that did you not join us in Badr? Did we not see victory despite the bigger numbers of the enemy? Indeed, we gained victory then through the grace of Allah, and here too we will witness the same. Later, during the Khilafat of Hazrat Abu Bakr radiallahu ta'ala anhu, he left with Hazrat Khalid bin Walid to face the rebels. When facing the enemy, Hazrat Khalid bin Walid would not attack if he heard the words of the Azan, i.e. the call to prayer. And if he did not hear the words of the Azan, then he would proceed with the attack. When he arrived to face a tribe at the location of Buzakha, he sent forth Hazrat Ukasha bin Mesin and Hazrat Sabit bin Akram as informants to obtain intelligence about the enemy. Both of them were riding their horses, and the name of Hazrat Ukasha's horse was Al-Azram, and the name of Hazrat Sabit's horse was Al-Mahbar. They both confronted Tuleha and his brother Salama, who had also come forth as informants from the other army. Tuleha faced off against Ukasha, and Salama faced off against Hazrat Sabit, and the brothers martyred both of these companions. In another tradition related by Abu Waqid Laswi, he states, We were about 200 horsemen riding in front of the army, and Hazrat Zaid bin Khitab was our commander-in-chief and Sabit and Ukasha were in front of us. He states that it was unbearable to see them when we walked past them, as the army caught up to them after their martyrdom. And Hazrat Khalid and the rest of the Muslim army were behind us. We stood by the martyred until Hazrat Khalid arrived, and we buried them in their same blood-stained clothes at the very location of their martyrdom as per the instructions of Hazrat Khalid. It is also narrated that when Tuleha converted to Islam, Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhu said to him that I will not show love to you because you are the reason for the martyrdom of Hazrat Ukasha and Hazrat Sabit bin Akram. Those who had martyred the two companions later became Muslims themselves. Upon this, Tuleha responded that, O leader of the believers, Allah the Almighty honoured them through my hands. Hazrat Sabit bin Akram did not have any progeny and Muhammad bin Umar states that Tuleha martyred Hazrat Sabit in 12 Hijri at the location of Buzakhah. Another companion is by the name of Hazrat Salma bin Salama who took part in the Battle of Badr. He was amongst the Ansar and belonged to the Banu Asher from the Banu Aus tribe. He was amongst the first to believe in the Holy Prophet peace be upon him when the news of his advent reached Medina. He participated in the first and second Bayt Akbar and he also had the honour of participating in all the battles alongside the Holy Prophet peace be upon him including the Battle of Badr.
Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhu appointed him as the ruler of Yamama during his Khilafat. And Umar bin Qatada states that the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, established a bond of brotherhood, i.e. muakhat, between Hazrat Salma bin Salama and Hazrat Abu Sabra bin Abi Raham. However, according to Ibn Ishaq, this brotherhood was established between Hazrat Salma bin Salama and Hazrat Zubair bin Awam. He narrates an incident from his own childhood. That once, when I was young and was sitting amongst a few of my family members, a Jewish scholar came there and started speaking about the Day of Judgment, reckoning and weighing of good and evil deeds and heaven and hell. He stated that the idol worshippers shall be thrown into hellfire. Since his family members were idol worshippers, they could not understand the concept of the dead being raised once again. And so they asked the Jewish scholar, that will the dead actually be raised once again and will they be held accountable for their actions in the hereafter? They had no concept of the afterlife. The Jewish scholar responded that yes. They inquired, is there a sign for this? In response, he pointed towards Mecca and Yemen and stated that a prophet will emerge from here. They asked him, when will this prophet emerge? He then pointed towards me I was a child at the time, and he pointed towards me and said, If this boy lives on, then he shall surely see that prophet. Hazrat Salma says that only a few years had passed since this incident that we heard about the advent of the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, and we all accepted him. All the idol and fire worshippers, everyone accepted the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him. However, that same Jewish scholar was also alive at the time, but he did not accept the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, due to jealousy. He says that we asked him that you were the one to inform us about the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him's advent, and now you are the one who is not accepting him. And he would reply by saying that this is not the Prophet I used to mention about. He says that ultimately this person passed away in a state of disbelief. And during the Khilafat of Hazrat Usman radiallahu ta'ala anhu, when the discord increased significantly, Hazrat Salma bin Salama went into seclusion and devoted himself into the worship of God. That is, he isolated himself in worship of God due to the increased conflicts and discords. There is a disagreement about the time of his demise. Some say he passed away in 34 Hijri and others say he passed away in 45 Hijri. At the time of his demise, he was 74 years of age and he passed away in Medina. Then there is Hazrat Jabbar bin Atik, who was a companion who participated in the Battle of Badr. He took part in the Battle of Badr and in all other battles alongside the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him. He lived in Medina and remained there till the demise of the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him. Hazrat Jabbar bin Atik's title was Abdullah. He had two sons, Atik and Abdullah, and one daughter named Umm Sabit. The Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, established a bond of brotherhood, i.e. Muakhat, between Hazrat Jabbar bin Atik and Hazrat Khubab bin Art. And at the conquest of Mecca, he was the flag bearer for Banu Muawiya bin Malik. Hazrat Jabbar bin Atik passed away in 61 Hijri during the era of Yazid bin Muawiya at the age of 71. Hazrat Sabit bin Salba is the name of another companion. He was also called Sabit bin Jazar and he was present among the 70 companions during the occasion of the second bath at Aqba. He accompanied the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, during the battles of Badr, Uhud, Khandak, at the occasion of Hudaybiyah and the Battle of Khabar, the conquest of Mecca and also during the Battle of Taif. He was martyred during the Battle of Taif and Hazrat Sabit took part in the Battle of Badr along with his father, Hazrat Salba. Another companion is Hazrat Suhail bin Wahab. His full name is Hazrat Suhail bin Wahab bin Rabia bin Amr bin Amir Qureshi. And his mother's name was Dad, 
but she was more well known as Beza. For this reason, he was also known as Ibn Beza. Hence, in some books, one may find his name to be Suhail bin Beza. Hazrat Suhail belonged to the Banu Fahir branch of the Quraysh tribe, and he accepted Islam in its early years. After accepting Islam, he migrated to Abyssinia and stayed there for a long time. And when Islam began being preached openly, he returned to Mecca and then went to Medina after the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him. Alongside Hazrat Suhail was his brother Hazrat Safwan bin Beza, who took part in the Battle of Badr. When he participated in the Battle of Badr, he was 34 years of age, and he accompanied the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, in the Battle of Ahad, Khandak, and in all other battles of the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him. His other brother, Sahel, participated in the Battle of Badr on the side of the Mushrikeen, and Alamma ibn Hajar Asqilani writes, that Sahel accepted Islam in Mecca, but did not disclose it to anyone, and so the Quraysh took him along to Badr, and he was then in prison. And Hazrat ibn Mas'ud wrote in testimony to him that he observed him praying in Mecca, and so he was released. He later passed away in Medina, and the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, led his and Hazrat Suhail's funeral prayer in the mosque. Hazrat Suhail bin Bazar narrates that the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, sat him behind on his mount on the journey to the Battle of Tabuk. He says that the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, exclaimed out loud, O Suhail, the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, repeated this three times, and every time Hazrat Suhail would reply, Labbaik Ya Rasulullah, to the point where the other people were also able to hear this. Subsequently, the people ahead rushed to him, and those behind also drew closer to him. This was their manner of calling people and to draw everyone's attention. Thereafter, the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, stated that he who bears witness that God Almighty has no partner and he is one and there is none like unto him, then God Almighty will save such a person from entering the fire. The Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, gathered everyone and said, He who bears witness that God Almighty has no partner, he is one and there is none unlike unto him, and God Almighty will save such a person from entering the fire. This is in a book of history which Muslims also read, and this is also a definition of a Muslim. However, their actions and edicts are completely in contradiction to this. Hazrat Anas relates that we do not use to have any wine except for fazikh, i.e. the wine that is made from dates. He says that once I was stood giving Abu Talha and some others wine to drink, when all of a sudden a person came and said, that have you not received the news? He asked, which news? He replied, that wine has been prohibited. The people whom Hazrat Anas was giving to drink then said to Anas, Anas, empty these jars. After the man had given them the news, they never asked about wine, nor did they ever drink it again. One instruction was issued, and they obeyed in such a manner that they never inquired about the wine again. It is proven in another hadith that with Hazrat Abu Talha was Hazrat Abu Dajana and Suhail bin Beza who were drinking wine at the time. In 9th Hijri, on the way back from the Battle of Tabuk, he passed away, and the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, led his funeral prayer in Masjid Nabwi. At the time of his demise, he had no offspring. Hazrat Ibad bin Abdullah bin Zubair narrates that Hazrat Aisha instructed that the funeral of Hazrat Saad bin Abi Waqaz should be passed through the mosque, i.e. should be brought to the mosque so that she too could perform the funeral prayer. The people found this request of Hazrat Aisha to be unsuitable and strange, so Hazrat Aisha stated, How quickly do you forget that the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, led the funeral prayer of Suhail bin Beza in the mosque? People were under the impression that it should be performed in an open space. 
And so Hazrat Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha corrected them by saying that it can be done so in the mosque. Hazrat Tufail bin Haris was a companion who alongside his brothers Hazrat Ubaidah and Hazrat Hasib participated in the battles of Badr, Uhud and Khandak and all other battles with the Holy Prophet peace be upon him. The Holy Prophet peace be upon him established a bond of brotherhood between Hazrat Tufail bin Haris and Hazrat Munzir bin Muhammad and according to other narrations with Hazrat Sufyan bin Nasr. Hazrat Tufail passed away at the age of 70 in 32 Hijri. Another companion is by the name of Hazrat Abu Salid Usera bin Amr. Usera bin Amr was his name and Abu Salid was his title and he was more well known as Abu Salid. His father Amr was also known by the title of Abu Kharja. He was alongside the Holy Prophet peace be upon him in the Battle of Badr and all other battles. He belonged to the Adi bin Najjar branch of the Khazraj tribe. His father, Abu Kharja bin Amr bin Qais, was also a companion who took part in the Battle of Badr. His son, Abdullah, narrated from him that the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, forbid the eating of the meat of a donkey. And at the time, the pots were filled with the donkey meat being cooked in them, and so they immediately emptied the pots right away. Hazrat Salba bin Hatib Ansari was a companion from the Banu Amr bin Auf tribe. He participated in the Battle of Badr and Ahad and he belonged to the Banu Amr bin Auf branch of the Aus tribe, as has been mentioned. There are narrations stating that he participated in the Battle of Badr and a few other battles. Hazrat Umama Bali narrates that Salba bin Hatib Ansari went to the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, and said, O Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, pray to God Almighty that I am granted wealth. The Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, then said, Alas, few are those who are grateful and are unable to control their wealth. And the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, did not pray at the time. A little while later, he approached the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, once again, and asked, Pray that I am granted wealth. The Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, again answered, Is my example not sufficient for you with regards to the wealth you desire? The Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, then said, By the one in whose hand is my life, if I said to the mountains to become gold and silver for me, it would indeed happen. However, I do not do so, for one should not have much desire for such wealth. Then for a third time he went to the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, and said, Pray to God, who sent you with the truth, that I am bestowed wealth. The Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, thereupon prayed for Salba to be granted wealth. The narrator then further states that he had a few goats, but after this he was blessed so immensely that they increase just like ants and insects. And it so happened that to take care of them, he stopped offering his Zohar and Asr prayer in the mosque and did so at home. Then the cattle increased even further and he stopped attending the Friday prayers. On Friday, the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, would inquire about people and so he asked about Salba. And the people said that he has such a large herd of goats that the whole valley is filled with them. And since it takes him so much time to tend them, that's why he could not make it to the, to the mosque. Regardless, the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, expressed his sorrow over this. And the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, in fact expressed sorrow three times. Then, when the verses of Zakat were revealed, the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, sent two people to him to collect the zakat. When they went to Salva, he did not give the zakat, 
and again made an excuse. He then said, I was thinking that if you both collect the zakat from other places, then before returning home you should pass by here. The collectors then visited other people. At one place a person presented the best camel he owned for zakat. The collector stated that they did not require their best possession. However, the man replied that he was giving it out of his own happiness. Nonetheless, it is a lengthy account, but he did not pay the zakat. The individuals who went to collect the zakat returned and narrated the entire account to the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, who said that the following verses were then revealed. And these verses were 75 to 77 of Surah Tawbah. which start from وَمِنْهُمْ مَنْ أَحَدَ اللَّهَ لَإِنْ أَتَانَا مِنْ فَضْلِهِ and go up to وَبِمَا كَانُوا يَكْزِبُونَ At that time, a relative of Salba was sitting in the gathering with the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him. And hearing this incident, he went to Salva and said, O Salva, woe be unto you, God Almighty has reeled such and such verse. Salva went to the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, and said to him to accept zakat from him. The Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, replied, that God Almighty has forbidden me to accept zakat from you now. Thus he left unsuccessful and failed in his endeavour. Then in the time of Hazrat Abu Bakr ta'ala anhu, he brought his zakat, but he did not accept it from him. Similarly, in the time of Hazrat Umar he again brought his zakat, but again Hazrat Umar refused to accept it, saying that he could not accept something that the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, rejected. Then, when Hazrat Usman became Khalifa, he requested for his zakat to be accepted. However, it was also rejected by Hazrat Usman and it was during Hazrat Usman's Khilafat that he passed away. Now in regards to this incident, on the one hand it is said regarding the companions who participated in the Battle of Badr that they will certainly enter paradise, and on the other hand there is a lengthy account in which it was stated that his zakat was not accepted. And when I read this account a thought crossed my mind and surely it would have occurred to you all when you heard it that how can this be possible? Perhaps this narration was wrong and could be about someone else. Alamma Hajar Askalani has mentioned this incident and he writes his own opinion regarding this incident by saying that if this incident pertaining to the acceptance of zakat from a companion proves to be true, that it indeed takes place as mentioned, then in my opinion it would be inappropriate to attribute the person to the incident as Hazrat Salva because he was a Badri companion, i.e. a companion who had taken part in the Battle of Badr. And regarding the Badri companions, God Almighty has openly announced that they will be forgiven. Furthermore, it is not possible for Hazrat Salva to exhibit any sort of hypocrisy or show weakness. Alama Hajrat Skalani then further writes, From the reference of Ibn Qalbi it is evident that there are two different persons and the Badri companion was martyred in the battle of Uhud and this claim is further strengthened from a further reference where Ibn Mardviya has narrated from Atiyah who narrated on the authority of Ibn Abbas that under the commentary of the aforementioned verse Ibn Abbas has recorded an incident in which there was a man by the name of Salba bin Abi Hatib who was from among the Ansar in one of the gatherings he came and said that if God Almighty bestows his grace on him, and then the aforementioned lengthy incident was narrated. This person was Salba bin Abi Hatib, whereas regarding the Badri companion, it is unanimously agreed that he was called Salba bin Hatib. This fact is further proved by the statement of the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, in which he said that anyone who took part in the battle of Badr and in the, on the occasion of Hudaybiyah, no Muslim from among them would enter hell. In addition to this, there is a hadith a Qudsi in which God Almighty stated regarding the Badri companions that they can do as they please, for they have been forgiven. He further writes, If a person has this sort of rank, 
then how will God Almighty reward the hypocrisy in his heart? If one has hypocrisy in the heart, it is not possible for them to be admitted into paradise. He continues by saying, Furthermore, how can all these tidings have been revealed regarding one who harbors hypocrisy in their heart? Thus, this point is clarified that the person in the incident is someone else, i.e., it was not Hazrat Salba, rather he was martyred earlier and the one mentioned in the incident was Salba bin Abi Hatib. And the reason why there was a mix-up between the two was because the names sound similar. Salba bin Hatib and Salba bin Abi Hatib are two different people. Thus, this misconception can never arise regarding a Badri companion that he can commit such an act. And also, may Allah the Almighty reward Alama Hajar Skalani who clarified the incident with great insight and clarity. And he cleared the Badri companion of the allegation that was being labelled against him using historical evidence. Then there is another companion by the name of Hazrat Saad bin Usman bin Khalda Ansari. According to some people, his name is Sayyid bin Usman and he took part in the Battle of Badr. And he was among those companions who left their posts during the Battle of Ahd. However, God Almighty forgave them all in the Holy Quran. He was the brother of Hazrat Uqba. And on one occasion, the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, went to Bere Iha at Ahara, which in those days was under the occupation of Hazrat Saad. And Hazrat Saad had left his son Abada to supply water to the people. Hazrat Abada was not able to recognize who the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, was. When Hazrat Saad returned, and Hazrat Abada narrated the description of the person who came, Hazrat Saad said that this was the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him whom he did not recognize. He then urged his son to rush and meet him immediately. When he went after him, the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, put his hand on Hazrat Abada's head and prayed for him. Hazrat Saad bin Usman was 80 years old when he passed away. Then another companion is by the name of Hazrat Amir bin Umayyah, who was the father of Hazrat Hasham bin Amir. He took part in the Battle of Badr and was martyred in the Battle of Ahud. He belonged to the tribe of Banu Adi bin Najjar. Hazrat Hasham bin Amir relates that the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, was asked about the burial arrangements of those martyred in the Battle of Ahud. The Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, instructed to dig a large grave and place two to three bodies in each. The Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, also instructed that the person who had memorized the Holy Qur'an the most should be buried first. Hazrat Hasham bin Amir relates that his father, Amir bin Umayyah, was lowered into the grave before the other two. Once Hazrat Amir's son, Amir went to Hazrat Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha, and she said that he indeed was an excellent individual. His progeny, however, did not continue further. Another companion is by the name of Hazrat Amir bin Abi Sarha, However, Waqdi has recorded his name as Muammar bin Abi Sarha. He belonged to the tribe of Banu Haris bin Fahr and his title was Abu Sayyid. He passed away in 30 Hijri in Medina during the era of Hazrat Usman radiallahu ta'ala anhu. His brother, Hazrat Wahab bin Abi Sarha, was from among those who migrated to Abyssinia and both brothers took part in the Battle of Badr. They also took part in all the battles alongside the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, including the Battle of Ahud and Khandak. His progeny did not continue on further, and when he migrated from Mecca to Medina, he stayed in the house of Hazrat Qusum bin Hadam. Another companion is by the name of Hazrat Asma bin Hussein, who belonged to the tribe of Banu Uf bin Khazraj. His brother, Khubail bin Wabra, takes his name from his grandfather, Wabra, and Hazrat Asma bin Hussein was Khubail bin Wabra's brother. Some have written that he took part in the Battle of Badr, However, some are of the opinion that he did not take part. There are also varying opinions about his name. Some have recorded his name as Khalifa bin Adi and also Khulafa bin Adi. 
he took part in the battle of Badr and Uhud. Khalifa bin Adi bin Amr bin Malik bin Amr bin Malik bin Ali bin Beza was from among those companions who took part in the battle of Badr. He embraced Islam prior to the battle of Badr and the first thing he did after that was take part in the battle of Badr and was thus honoured to be counted among the companions who took part in the battle of Badr. He also took part in the battle of Uhud, but thereafter there is no mention of him in any historical account. His name, however, reappears during the era of Hazrat Ali's Khilafat, wherein he took part in all the battles during that time. There is also no mention about the year of his demise in any account of history. Hazrat Muaz bin Maiz was martyred during the incident of Bere Mauna. His father's name has been mentioned as Maiz. He belonged to the tribe of Zarki, which was part of the Khazaj tribe. According to some narrations, he took part in the Battle of Badr and Uhud and was martyred during the incident of Bere Mauna. However, according to another tradition, he sustained an injury during the Battle of Badr and passed away later as a result of that injury. Alongside him, his brother Ayaz bin Maiz also took part in the Battle of Badr and after the Treaty of Hudaybiyah, Aina bin Hassan along with the tribe of Ghazfan attacked the Holy Prophet peace be upon him's camels which were grazing in a jungle and killed the person who was appointed to look after them and also took his wife and the camels along with them. When the Holy Prophet peace be upon him was informed about this incident, he sent eight riders to pursue the enemy and Hazrat Muaz bin Maiz was also among them. According to a narration, it states that Hazrat Abu Ayash was among those eight riders, and before their departure, the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, told Hazrat Abu Ayash that he should give his horse to someone who is a more skilled rider than him. Abu Ayash replied that, O Prophet of Allah, peace be upon him, I am the most skilled rider out of everyone. He said that after saying that, he had not travelled a mere fifty yards when suddenly his horse threw him off. Abu Ayash states that he was extremely worried because the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, had stated that it would be better if he had given the horse to someone else instead. However, he had insisted that he was the most skilled out of them. According to Banu Zariq, Hazrat Muaz bin Mais or Ayz bin Mais were given Abu Ayash's horse. Hazrat Saad bin Zaid al-Ashri is another companion who belonged to the Ansar tribe of Banu Abdul Ashr. He took part in the Battle of Badr and according to some he was also present on the occasion of Bayt Akbar. He took part in all the battles alongside the Holy Prophet peace be upon him including the Battle of Badr, Uhud and Khandak. The Holy Prophet peace be upon him sent the prisoners from Banu Quraiza in his supervision and in return of them he purchased horses and weapons from Najd. According to a narration, Hazrat Saad bin Zaid presented a sword from Najran to the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, as a gift. And the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, then gave that sword to Hazrat Muhammad bin Masalma and said, They do jihad in the way of God Almighty with this. However, when people begin to dispute amongst themselves, then throw this on a stone and remain at home. In other words, not to take part in any kind of discord or disorder. May God Almighty enable the Muslims of today to also adhere to this who are currently killing one another. And may he establish the peace in the world. May God Almighty continue to elevate the status of the companions. And may he also enable us to perform virtuous deeds, offer sacrifices and lead our lives with sincerity and devotion. Alhamdulillah, 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 